Hello and welcome back to another episode of Classic Mix-Up Podcast, episode 21. Uh, we're back. Yes, sir. Uh, yeah, how's it going? What's up, man? How's it going? Pretty good. Good, just enjoying some weather. It's finally spring. Yeah, um, yeah, it's spring. Looking forward to the end of the semester. Hmm. Just listening to, you know, you know, music sounds better when the sun is out. Oh, yeah, dude. I, I, I mean, it's been warm down here. Yeah, uh, it's been like in the seventies the past yeah. two days. So, yeah, it's been it's been in the fifties in the past two days here. So that's pretty much. Oh yeah, that's like that's like hot for you guys. Are you guys all like yeah. burning up? Yeah, I mean, I I walked outside. Well, okay, so yesterday morning, I mm. walked outside. I was wearing a long sleeve t shirt and jeans, and then after my first class, when I went home to back to my room, I had to change into a short sleeve t shirt. So yeah, yeah, it was it was cooking. Yeah, more. I wore a, I wore like a rolled up button up sleeve with uh, yeah. no shirt underneath and shorts and uh, sandals today. So I was, yeah, wow, beach day. Yeah, dude, I was. I felt like a frat boy. That's cool. Around. Yeah, That's yesterday cool. was pants and pants, shoes and t shirt. So yeah, I'm 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 excited for the summer. It's gonna be fun. So. Oh yeah, it's gonna be nice. It's gonna be a good. But yeah, yeah. Other than that, it's been pretty pretty normal. Yeah. Me too, man. This week flew for no reason. I guess because of Easter, you know. Happy Easter, everybody. Yeah, right. Happy Easter. Um, but uh, yeah, I was just—I uh, don't know. Just I've had so much stuff to do. Like, I yeah, mean, I think that's everybody. It's just the end of semester, I guess. Uh, when is your last week? The last week of April. Uh, so next week is my last week of classes, and then I have finals week after that. So yeah. Oh, okay. So my yeah. my finals week is the week after your finals week. Okay. So, so the first week my of last May, week then. of classes. Oh no no. So damn, it's that close. Holy shit. Yeah, it's that close. Dude. <laughs> look at my calendar. I, I have like fifteen. Same. I'm I'm coming home in fifteen days. Wow. Two wow, weeks man, from tomorrow. It's crazy. Yeah, I know. It's it's exciting. That's scary. So yeah. Dude. It, it kind of is, yeah. Like I, I applied yeah. back to my old job today. Like, it's yeah. like summer is coming, yeah. Yeah, I just have so much stuff to do. I'm like, I got like a project due Thursday, a paper due Saturday, then an a essay due next Thursday, and then sounds like fun. Oh, and then finals week, I have two two essays. And then actually, finals week is not that bad. It's just I have one actual final on thursday so that's not bad yeah well at least we have you know our little escape here right yeah dude little, at least at least in the music yeah an hour an hour a couple hours a week to just focus yeah. on something else right yeah man for sure so yeah i guess for without sure. further ado that kind of leads us into what we're doing here which is talking yeah, about music yes the classic mix of rosario well, if you, guys, if you guys never listened to us before, I'm Riley, and that's Rosario. We are a classic mix-up. This is our weekly podcast where we usually talk about albums. Uh, we give each other an album and do a little review, and then we kind of talk about what we liked, did like, give our top three songs, and then we talk about music for the last 20 or so minutes. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Uh, do you want to get into what we gave each other last week? Yeah, yeah, right. So, yeah. Uh, so, like Riley said, we each give each other an album. So, the one that I picked for him to listen to, uh, it was Heaven or Las Vegas by the Cocteau Twins, uh, which is an album that came out in, I think, 1990, I want to say. It's yeah. like a, a, a very, very, like, ethereal kind of, like, dream pop album. And uh, it's super interesting and weird. And it's not, like, 
necessarily one of my all-time favorites, which is kind of like what I would default to. But yeah. it's yeah, it's just interesting, and uh, it's great to listen to and just kind of relax to. And and uh, it's considered well. One thing is that it's considered like highly influential in like the dream pop and shoegazy like scene. Yeah. And I think you'll see a lot of like modern artists kind of cite this, or at least you know the band, the Cocktail Twins, is one of their biggest inspirations. So I, I definitely think it's an important album to kind of just just hear once as you kind of get more into that genre. So yeah. Yeah. Uh... And then I gave you, um, I gave you "Witness" by Benjamin Booker, which came out 2017 ish, I think 2017, mm-hmm. something like that. Something like that. And uh, it is the second album of uh, punk blues artist Benjamin Booker. Uh, he's very, um, I would say, his delivery on things is very unorthodox, and it's, it's very kind of unique. Very like, you unique. Don't expect yeah. it to sound the way that he sounds, and songs will break down in a good way and like out of nowhere out of after soul singing and all this kind of stuff so we have a couple albums for you guys this week that are going to be interesting uh breakdowns that actually kind of divert from our typical where i give rosario a blues album and he gives me a rap album or vice versa and uh these two albums are kind are pretty unique and can kind of be broken down yeah uh, into layers and that kind of thing so yeah, it's gonna be a good episode this week. Yeah, yeah. So, do you want to start with the the Heaven or Las Vegas then? Since yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. So, like I said, I kind of gave my reasons why I gave it to you. Um, it's a, it's definitely interesting. Uh, it's very weird. Like one thing about it that I'm not really used to is that can't understand a word they're saying. I think, no. I think, like I I googled because I I. So they're Scottish, the Cocteau mm. Twins. So I, I knew I know it's in English, but I just Googled, <laughs> is Heaven or Las Vegas in English? And the answers say yes, but no one quite understands Knows what, they're, what saying. they're saying. No, it's very mysterious. Yeah, so, that's cool. Yeah, it, it, it is kind of cool. Like, I kind of like that mm. aspect of it a little bit to where you don't really – you know, when you listen to it, you don't really think about the words. You're more just kind of transported by the music. It's a very, like, atmospheric kind of, like, experience. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. This um, this is nothing like I've ever listened to. Like, I've heard of Dream Pop, and I've listened yeah. to some Dream Pop stuff. But I didn't know how influential it was until I was listening to it. Oh, I got into my car with my girlfriend, mm-hmm. and she was... um. She was like, oh, I love this song. And it was like, I think it was like Pitch yeah. the Baby or something like that. So the second uh-huh. song on the yeah, album. Right. And she's like, I'm like, yeah, I have to I have to listen to this weird ass album for a classic mix up. And she's like, this is like this is like influential music. It, it, it is it yeah. like jamming out to all the music. And I was like, I was like, oh, OK, like I didn't know that. Like I was just thinking it's some weird dream pop shit. So yeah. then I kind of got into it. I I, I kind of went from being like, "Oh, this is weird." To okay, this is so, this is like influential, and uh, kind of diverse. So I guess like I listened to this album a couple times through. I guess that's good because it is thirty seven minutes long and not like an hour. Yeah. Well, I think if it was any longer, it would start getting like boring. Yeah, be- yeah, it, it would start getting boring mm. because as as good as I think it is. I think it being so short and so just like it's like a flash in the pan, like quick experience, like kind of like you're in and you're out. It's like yeah. uh, it's like a very it's like a, I don't I don't know. It's a very unique experience listening to this album. It's like totally 
weird. I don't know. It's yeah, like... it's it's wild. I was like, there's a few songs on here that I'm like, what is this, dude? What? Yeah, no, list? it's crazy. Like, I, kinda, and... I can zone out and be like, you know, like jamming out, and then I'll realize how weird it is, and then I'm like, what the fuck is this? Yeah, so. that's kind of the reason I picked it. Is like you said a couple minutes ago. You said like you, you like you've never heard anything like this at all. Which is, yeah. I think it's it's rare for me to find something that's unlike anything you've ever heard. So, you know, like last week when I had been listening, I had songs from this album just stuck in my head. And, you know, yeah. when it comes time to pick the album, I was like, oh, let's you got to give it give this a yeah. shot. Yeah. So, like, you know, going into more specifics, like songs like uh, Cherry Colored Funk. Yeah. Um, the first track on the album and the title track on the album, like they're so catchy, which is it's it's weird that for for lyrics that are pretty much just equivalent to just noises uh yeah. how catchy it can actually be mm-hmm. uh, but that's kind of the best because you're not really jamming to the lyrics you're not you're you're really getting into it you're yeah, allowed to just like not know the lyrics that's kind of the best part when you don't understand it right i, I was reading a, a reddit post about um that came from my my google search of is heaven or las vegas in english yeah and i i read something that was interesting because it's like some things that that you've said before in a way but uh one of the people was like uh on reddit was like i don't i don't really care that i can't understand a word uh she's saying because her voice almost acts just like another instrument on the song oh i said that so many times yeah so yeah. I, that made me think of you for sure because well, you're a lyric guy you know and i think that's right, what, so yeah. why we have such good musical discussions is because i'm the I'm the noise guy and you're the lyric guy. Right. I like looking you into know? kind of some I'm more of the meetings. sonic. Yeah. So I think that's why we tend to have good um music. Like synergy. Yeah. Because yeah. we're it's almost like we're just enough of the we look at the different things in music. So it's kind of right. It's it, and it's a good album that you you're listening to that you're like, oh man, this is good still, and there I can't understand the lyrics. And I yeah. mean, like you get into like I love like German folk. You ever listen to like German folk? anything like that i don't think so i don't i mean it's it's funny we we bring this up here it's like i don't listen to a lot of foreign music like outside of english because i Mm. don't like i don't typically listen to instrumentals and i don't typically listen to stuff that's not in english because i i do find it very soothing to like hear lyrics and i find it uh, unsettling to not understand what's going on so yeah so this was a a very weird experience for me this album there's uh you took german right in high school yeah for a long time yeah yeah so um there's this german band called Anin may can't air it or some shit. It's in German. I don't know. Yeah, didn't you take German too? Yeah, for two years. But okay. I know a little bit, but I'm not like you. You were like four or five years, right? Yeah, I, I, yeah, five years. Five so. years. So I but I it's also it been two years since I've been there. So so yeah, that's true. I mean, but so there's this German band and they kind of mm. do like a pop rock kind of folky. It's more it's more folky. It reminds you of like Hosier kind of stuff. Okay. okay. And it's all in most of their songs are in German. And then okay. uh, they're they're one of their most popular songs is called Pocahontas and it's it goes S to mere like Pocahontas. <laughs> and it's like yeah. The dude. That's funny. We had to learn or... we had to learn that phrase. I forget what that yeah. means. Isn't it like uh Me Too or something? Or I like it too. I don't know. Yeah, it's something. That that sounds like extremely familiar, but anyways, yeah. It's but I love it because like you can sing the lyrics and not know. Like I I don't and know, just not know German yeah. all that way. Like I can understand like sentence structure and then some words are like when it's like you're talking he's talking about someone else, if it's a girl guy. 
but then it passed that. I don't know. I don't yeah, know. no, and that's and that's how I am for to bring it back. That's how I am for like the title track on the sound, for example. Like, yeah, it'll get stuck in my head, and I'll just be like walking around it in my head. I'm just going like, <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. I don't like. I have no idea what they're saying, yeah. but it's making noises to me. Dude, it was but good. It, it, it was, sticks. It was good because the music, the way that it's made. It was very like you could tell how many people this inspired. Like even like I think of um, what's the Mac DeMarco song like Chamber of mm. Reflection? The you know, yeah, that's kind of that shit sounds like this album, like the very slow Mac DeMarco songs. Yeah, so that that's kind of the next like generation of like dream yeah. pop. So there was like obviously the Cocktail Twins and like Mazzy Star, like all those like mm-hmm. old school kind of Mazzy. Yeah, like all those old school kind of uh, uh, dream pop albums and mm. or you know bands, but then now you look today and you have like your like Mac DeMarco and like Claro and like like now it's yeah. it's it's transitioned into like bedroom pop, yes. which is still that like ethereal kind of like hazy lush sounding music, yeah. but it's more like articulated and a little more like more a little <laughs> more poppy. Yeah, um, yeah, but their their influence is wide. You know, like even. Like the weekend has a song called uh, "Heaven or Las Vegas" on one of his albums. That's so, awesome. Yeah, it's, it's just interesting how much they've, like, you know, how broad their reach is. So yeah, yeah. I um, it's funny because when I was with with Abby, um, she was like, I was like, oh, I've never heard of this album. She's like, you've never heard of the Cocteau Cocteau Twins, and mm-hmm. I was like, I was like, no. And she's like, you need to broaden your horizons. I'm like. Listen, that's man, funny because if you ask me, I your horizons I have, yeah. and I listen to everything people recommend. Like I like it, like I dig deep, and I'm like I can oh, find yeah. deep cuts. Like, even no, you're not artists, afraid of anything. Even artists I don't like, I listen to all of their shit. Like even Phoebe and like all this kind of like Lana Del Rey. I don't, I don't not know my shit. Right, I like you sat through an shit. hour and twenty minutes of Lana album just to see. I haven't even done that. Yeah. I listened to an album I did I, I not. That. I had no want of listening, and I listened to it because I, I, I just I. What I like, like that. I like to know. You're a professional um, music listener. Yeah, where my girlfriend holds me. Knife yeah. Point. Well, no, I, I know the feeling because like there's just so much out there that if you're missing some like something, it just feels like how did I miss? This? I like to have good conversations with people, and know what they're talking about. That's totally. Just, yeah. Well, that's one I mean, thing for me is like the way I found this album was like as I got into this kind of side of music more like the more alt side, like, you know, like I mentioned earlier with the bedroom pop and stuff like that, the more indie stuff. Mm -hmm. um, I see this album in conversation everywhere. It's so it's, it's number one for 1990 on rate your music. It's number 57 overall. So according to rate your music, it's the 57th best album ever. Rate your music in my opinion is full of fucking snobs. I understand. It's like grass. I understand. So that's what I was, what I was going to get to is like, if you're in the the pretentious music discussion circle, which I am, whether it's by choice or not, uh, you see this record are, everywhere. Sadly, but I think yeah, you. Are. But yeah, but, you see this album everywhere in the. Which is so funny because I've I've never heard of this album before. Like never yeah, like even. I said, it's it's like a Anthony Fantano Twitter fan oh, type of. Yeah. Album. I guess I'm not on Twitter like that anymore. I kind of was for a little bit. Yeah, well, you know what's you know what's funny is like me neither really, but I would say like 2019, 2020, mm-hmm. like especially 2020 is when I got like addicted to social media. Yeah. Uh, which I think is probably can be said for a lot of people. Yeah. But um I got into all these, you know, kind of like more 
niche music discourses on on Twitter and just kind of broadened my horizons a lot, which of course ends up being a good thing. But uh, also, yeah, you encounter some people who are kind of yeah, and I think certain albums, like the the popularity, the resurgence of certain albums from the past, go in waves. Mm-hmm. So, like you know, Nutrimilk Hotel in an airplane over the sea. Yeah, we've that was our first episode. You know, we we talked about it a lot, mm-hmm. and we love Nutrimilk Hotel on this podcast. We do, but that album was a huge fad to like, like what three years ago. It was all over Twitter. Yeah, it was everywhere. And yeah. now it's not so. I much. don't see it often. No, yeah. not a, no one. Now that everybody knows Nutrimilk Hotel, it's like, oh, it's not cool to like. Them. Yeah, now it's like it's like normie now. Yeah, it's like, oh, you're not really into it. I like, I like, you know, fucking uh, this this shitty garbage pop where it's like, it's like, you know, like yeah. you can't hear anything, like, like noise, it's, yeah, harsh it's just noise porn. That was a that was a, a trend that I saw a lot on music Twitter was, um, um, God damn it, what's it called? Um, dude, this is gonna kill me now. It's like like this 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 like harsh noise album. Like uh, it was like like demon something. Was it like demon pulse or something? Does that ring so. any bells? I, yeah, I don't. Pulse I'm demon, not... yeah. Pulse demon. It's like it's like this harsh noise album. But you can do like I, I was talking to. Who was it? Was it talking to you about this? But it's like, you know, we we love like like JPEG Mafia and like yeah. Danny Brown, like these guys who like their music is just it's just aggressive random noises but it works yeah. in a way that it suits their lyricism yeah it's like there's their, there's order their in the personality chaos. yeah yeah so it's like you can do it in a way that is good like some of the best metal music is just like right. just throw your head at the wall like fast blast beats breakdowns like so like the best slipknot album of all time is iowa which is their second album, and it's the hardest a- album of theirs by far. And it, but it has great structure, but it has some of the nastiest like riffs, all this kind of distortion. And mm-hmm. so it's like, you know, you can make sh- noisy albums sound good, but I don't get that stuff sometimes. But well, I, I I think the bottom line is like, you know, kind of bringing it back to you know broadening your horizons and stuff like that is like music in general is so broad, and there's just yeah. so much stuff out there that like it's incredible what the creative minds of different people could do. Cause you know, like I know for me, you know, I'm not, I'm not really very, I'm not really a creative, you know, I, I like music, but I've never really played any instruments or written any music or anything like that. So to me, it's just so impressive to see, you know, what comes from the minds of people, like whether, whether I like it or not, I just think it's like amazing to see this like creation and to listen to an album like this and just think that, you know, someone thought of this, like this had never been done before. Right. And someone just like made like pretty much just made it up and made yeah, it work. Yeah, and and it succeeds like in on that field. Like I was like, I think once I once I understood the historic like mm-hmm. like importance of like the album, significance of it, yeah, the significance. I I really let it like, like like you opened up to it more. Yeah, I let it, you know, morph into my brain and kind of let it let it into my ears right. and all this kind of shit. So. I loved it. I I think it had just enough diversity to like not keep you bored as well. We're like, yeah, it's awesome. And I loved like, um, I loved that it had strong beginning and a sh- like it didn't have any weak spots. Like, 
there was no part of the album that was worse than the other part. I think equally the album was Yeah, it's, it's pretty consistent. Yeah. yeah. I, uh, I I like that you, to go back to a point that you said, I like that you mentioned like the diversity because that's one thing that I didn't notice until I listened. So I listened to it twice this week in full. So the mm-hmm. first time I listened to it this week in preparation for this was the first time I noticed like how diverse the songs actually are right. when you're paying close attention and kind of trying to take it in. So I looked at a song like Ice Blink Luck, for example, which is the third song. Mm-hmm. And like Ice Blink Luck demonstrates the ability uh, to shift tones from the more like melancholic side of things to the yeah. more like the, the like the soothing kind of smooth upbeat I, style. I think Road, River and Rail does the same thing. Too. Yeah, like definitely. it's that kind of that beginning evens a little like it's more like heavy, like it's surprisingly heavy. And it yeah. goes into more straightforward lyricism where the rest of the album, even like the first track, Cherry Color Funk, is more daisy. You know, it's more like you're in a haze, like walking yeah, around. Yeah, like, definitely. Uh, yeah, I was but... I was uh, on uh, Radio Music reading the descriptors for this album. Mm-hmm. And the two that I picked out the most were ethereal and atmospheric. Yeah. Those kind of describe it perfectly. Yeah, but well, yeah, for... you can't you can't you can pick up on certain things in on every song, but you really can't pinpoint it as like, oh, this is like it's very like oh you know it, it's good it's good stuff i i'm you know we're 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 like second wave third wave dream pop guys so it's kind yeah. of yeah like, yeah well it, it, another thing it also is like you know from our point of view like from from like on the podcast like it's kind of hard to describe mm-hmm. the album obviously i mean obviously we i think we've said it enough times now it's very weird and unique so it's, it's definitely it. one that you kind of yeah. have to, to it's, and it grew on me it grew on me, me too. as i Big like time. turned it up as well like turning it up like you could just hear more diverse noises like i think i might like i didn't listen to this album with headphones on that's one thing is i'd love to hear it with Mm -hmm. like surround sound headphones because i'm sure it had a lot of like almost like oh oh, like tame impala tame impala has like the early tame impala has the movement of like where the surround sound is like behind you and that like shoo 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 and that like messes with your brain and totally yeah, it, just it like oh makes you like roll your neck out a little bit like oh damn yeah. dude I'm a, I'm in a trance right now. Yeah. So I mean hey that's Yeah, no the 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 I you're absolutely right about the complexity of mm-hmm. uh how the music is made. Um like looking at like specifically the title track for example, yeah. there's like a layering of like multiple different types of drums on there. Like uh, on the on the bottom, like I know I, I describe it as the bottom, but like sonically, mm-hmm. the the lowest like point you can hear, like the quietest thing, you can hear like literally like a bongo in the back, like just isolated. Yeah. yeah, that's just like totally apart from the rest of the song, and you can just like pick that out. Yeah, but if you're not listening for it, it just everything is layered together and just over top of each other. Yeah. Um, the vocals are layered in that song as well, so like you have the main singing, of course, but then you also mm-hmm. have like the harmonizing in the back it's yeah. like a the, by, by layering the vocals and the instrumentals like that though it, it does create this very moving experience i uh, i agree i think even i don't know what i really liked was certain songs like like i i don't know how to describe it but certain songs will catch your ears like you know almost like catch your eye but it'll catch your yeah. ear in a sense of like a song that really caught my ear, like two songs, it was Pitch the Baby mm-hmm. and Fotes of Politic. Okay. Are, and um, those two songs I was listening and like the beginnings aren't super crazy, especially Pitch the Baby is like coming off of Cherry Color Funk, which is super right. fun. And like 
the I definition. Love, I love very colorful. I mean, it's the it's literally the it's it's the baseline for this album. It's that you know, it's that like, it's that ethereal mixed with some kind of like singing that you can kind of catch on to some little like bars, yeah, or like chorus or whatever. And then you know, pitch the baby is kind of one of those songs that like comes in kind of slow and generic, but then right. in my opinion, really catches my ear like longer it plays, and it's just as long as the first song. Um, and then Fotes of Politic as well as like, I was like, I don't know. I, it's just, it's kind of sandwiched in, in between two songs that kind of were misses for me. So like, I, I yeah, the I can agree with that. The breast were kind of misses for me. So I kind of, I really liked Fotes of Politic cause I was like, oh man, I have like when, when I got past heaven or Las Vegas, I was like, oh shit, this is going to be like the same 10 songs for the rest of the album. And then I, I, you know, because I wear your ring is kind of out there a little bit, but I like Fotes of Politic. I don't know what it was. It kind of just caught my ear. Like it was just a little different enough from, from the songs in between it. And then Road, Road River and Rail really like yeah. did the same thing where at first I was like, oh shit, okay, it's going to be a boring song. And then I gave it another second and then it kicked off and it kind of went into that ethereal level mm-hmm. of like, and then Road River and Rail is probably the most different song yeah. out of the out of the ten. It's almost um, like like a uh, I almost could say like Led Zeppelin y like it I, I would I was gonna like, say there's more rock and roll elements yeah. in it. Like you can definitely feel the drums, like they feel like bigger and more prominent. Yeah. And it's also the most like articulate song. That's the one that you can understand the best, probably, I yeah. would say. So it um, feels a little more traditional. I think uh, it reminds me of the Led Zeppelin song. Um, I think. Uh, I think it's Road to California or something like that. Yeah, I probably wouldn't be familiar, but uh, I will look it up. I'm pointing to anyways, going yeah. to California. Okay, it reminds me of going to California off of Led Zeppelin Four. For some reason, okay. I think it's the beginning and the singing. It's kind of more like swooshy and like more like marchy, more like it would be in like I don't know the Hobbit or some shit. I don't know. Yeah, it's a, yeah that no that's actually weirdly makes sense to me because it's it's more uh, like structured than the rest. Yeah. Well, I mean the whole thing is structured, but in its own way, this is yeah. more traditionally structured. Like I said, with those more exactly prominent rock and roll elements. But yeah, so. Uh, I pretty much agree with with what you said about those songs. Uh, we mentioned Cherry Colored Funk. I think that song is just beautiful. Yeah, great song. Best um, song. Uh, I think best song by far is Cherry Colored Funk. It's but it's tough kind for of me no-brainer. to choose. It's tough for me to choose actually between Cherry Colored Funk and the title track Heaven or Las Vegas. So mm, okay, I'll probably go with with Cherry Colored Funk. But I think Heaven or Las Vegas I find stuck in my head all the time, and that like layering of the vocals that I mentioned is just like yeah. so cool to me. Yeah. Um, but then a, a sleeper pick, I think for me, one that I'll throw in is the last track on the album. It's uh, "Fru Fru Foxes and Midsummer Fires." Yeah, that song's great too. I was gonna it's mention good, yeah. that as like a good song as well. It ends the album really well. It ends the album really good, and it's it's interesting how like the chorus of the song just kind of plays at the end of it. Like my favorite part is the end where the chorus just kind of repeats, mm-hmm. yeah, and the chorus fades. And um, it, when if you if you uh, loop it, the the chorus of that song fades really nicely into the beginning of cherry color funk. funk. Yeah. and i think that's a, a little bit symbolic of just the type of album that this is being kind of the atmospheric transportational album mm. 
having yeah. it be able to loop like that and kind of like just keep you engulfed as if like hypothetically you could just mm. be looping it forever without noticing is just really interesting to me. Yeah. And I think that 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 aspect of this album defines the genre. I think it's the oh, totally. clearest way of defining this genre is like ethereal, continuous. Yeah. Like make sure your music forever. could be shuffled and not be, you know, the mm -hmm. beginning cannot be different from the end, from whatever. Like it's this album could be shuffled all the way through and still sound amazing. Like yeah. be, you would never know that it's not the way it's supposed to be, but in a good way. It, right. it's every every piece of the puzzle can go to, with every piece and it's so perfect yeah and with that said you know i i go back to what we said earlier about it only being 38 minutes is is fine by me because that experience of it just being over so quick is like uh i don't know, like it, it almost it would almost feel like a slog to be listening to this type of music for any longer it's just like a quick like like just like escape just weird trance crazy thing happening in your brain and then it's like over yeah. quickly and then you're like oh that was cool well, and it's it almost like a roller coaster or something. What's awesome about this album too is you could take out the single songs, put them in a playlist, and they won't totally. feel left out. They'll go with any playlist, like a summer playlist, a winter playlist, a spring playlist, a fall playlist. Like you could have any mood. Any there's a song for every type of mood, which is weird because they all sound similar. Like they're made on the same album right. by the same band, but I think that's kind of dream pop for you though. Like it could kind of suit the person. It's not necessarily. It's not like depressing music. It's not necessarily upbeat music. It's not melancholic. It's it's ethereal. You know, it's above the plane of existence. You know. It's yeah, like, it, and it really is. It's it's very it's it's one transcendent. You, yeah, it's one. I mean, like I don't really, you know, if you found this podcast without having heard the album, I'd say we probably should have this earlier. Just say it's like stop, go listen to it. Yeah, always. I we link the albums and yeah, and right. We talk right. about we'll, in, we'll the put it in the description. Yeah. So if you're ever like, man, I want to know what these guys are talking about. Just take a second, and we've named a few songs. Uh, and just go listen to those single songs and then, you know, just you'll get the gist of the album even. So, but I recommend this album 100% to listen to. Yeah. Also, I'm, I'm, I'm glad you like found I, all that I like it. it. Yeah, yeah. I like it a lot. Um, I would recommend Road River Rail, Votes of Politic, and Pitch the Baby if I'm going to go off the beaten path a little bit. So, yeah. Those I was are, good. Yeah. Those, those are definitely like. a good, like, like a good, like, deep cut yeah. trio. And then, you know, obviously we mentioned like the big ones are cherry, cherry colored funk and heaven or Las Vegas. So you can't go wrong with those either, but yeah. Yeah. Um, that, that's pretty much all. I think we hit all the, the notes mm -hmm. for that. So uh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. I think we can go ahead and move on to, to your, your album this week. Yeah. So I gave Rosario um, the 2017 album witness by Benjamin Booker. And um, I fell in love with this album when I was 15, when it came out and okay. this was like, uh, sophomore, you know, sophomore or junior year of high school and uh, kind of like discovering new friends. So it has good memories associated with it, like very fun, like exploring. Um, but I don't think it's because of those memories that this album holds a good spot in my heart. It's just one of my favorite albums, period. Because um, I think it has a good diversity of music that I like, like. It has soul aspects. It has punk aspects. It has this kind of, it has a message to it. Each song kind of has different messages to it. Um, lyrics aren't super complicated to understand. And it's unique sounding. Like, so it's, it's definitely cool. unique sounding. Yeah. I'm, I'm kind of, I'm actually, I'm a little surprised I didn't hear about this earlier because I do feel like it has all of your kind of 
stuff that you like it's kind of, it's kind of like bundled up and wrapped into one place here it definitely is like you know obviously i think a lot of songs are pretty bluesy like it, it reminded me of some of the stuff that i would hear on the black keys albums mm -hmm. but also like his style of singing is not like a typical blues rock singer it is has like that kind of soul soul yeah. singer uh twang to it and um so yeah and he has a lot of different styles of like guitar playing on here like obviously it's primarily like more bluesy like more blues lay and rock uh related but mm -hmm. um also he has some stuff that i even and this is just you know probably because of like where like geographically the album originates from like he, he's uh i forget exactly where he's from i looked it up but he's from the south i'm pretty sure louisiana and, yeah probably yeah that, that sounds right so yep it definitely has some like southern drawl to it it sounds like you know soul music you yeah know? right exactly so yeah and yeah. uh it, it does a, a good job of like you know like we've, we've already said it a bunch like it's it's super unique it's almost hard to describe he he captures like the kind of sing-songiness of a of like a folk singer that makes you just want to kind of like sit down like and relax and just kind of smile and nod your head but he also has like those punk elements in it yeah and uh like there's like there's i forget which track it is i, I didn't write it down i don't think but there's one song that's just like super like nice and relaxed and then all of a sudden it's just ground, like track eight yeah it's like it's like very just kind of mundane like uh almost jack johnson-y like talking yeah. just i talking and then like he like like the electric guitar comes in all of a sudden and it's like this punk song and yeah. uh, that was that was kind of crazy that was cool and, but it's still so soulful like it still keeps yeah well like, that's just the way he sings yeah you know? what i think too is like this album really starts off heavy so like right on you is the first song mm -hmm. and it's that you know it's it's super fast it's the it's like I think the riff is like yeah something like that and then it's but it's I don't know and it's fast but then the next four five are six really like songs slow. are slow and then all of a sudden you get to like we said like track eight and it's like in your face again so yeah so yeah. and I and I wanted to give you this album because his first album is more raw and punk elements like that fast guitar. So okay. I didn't I, I kind of wanted to give you the more mix of like I know you like folk, I know you know it's like yeah, you like sure. a little faster stuff, but I think that like I think the I think this has good messages on it too. Like I don't know. I just I love like the um the song believe which is I think, the most popular song it's just so powerful like i it doesn't I agree it has like the i guess like the i'm not the chorus but like the bridge i guess um is really like powerful i don't know it's just like it's just this like kind of feeling of being young in maybe like america you know when yeah you don't have like something that you believe in you know whether i totally agree stuff like that I agree that the song believe it has like a, like a triumphant like mm -hmm. feeling to it, you know, like, like feel like, like a conquer the world type of feeling. Yeah. And uh, I think a lot of the album kind of had that, like he seems like a, a very like confident, you know, performer. Like he seems like a very, like just collected, like, you know, like it's kind of uh, almost, uh, almost opposite to heaven or Las Vegas, which feels kind of very like, sporadic and all over the place like mm. still structured but a little more chaotic where this feels a little more collected and and structured and this seems like a guy who is very smart you know musically talented 
definitely mm-hmm. knows what he was doing, like arranging these songs. And it seems just very uh, well composed. And, and he seems like a guy with a lot of confidence. He sings with a lot of confidence. Yeah. And that I think gives the music that, like I said, kind of triumphant feel to it where, you know, it's really easy to just kind of listen and, and have a smile on your face and just nod your head along and, and get really into it, which is good for like a like a punk rocker. Yeah. But he also no, has I, the voice of like a soul singer. Yeah. And what's really cool about Benjamin Booker is that his shows, he only plays with a most of his shows. He only plays with like a, a classical guitar. So not okay. even like an acoustic, like the nylon string, like. So all of these songs like are usually performed acoustically by himself, which is crazy because there's some of these songs that have a chorus, you know, like a choir and like, you know, like this loud, heavy guitar in it and all this kind of stuff. Yeah. So it probably sounds way different. Like songs like Carrie and Overtime and like believe witness slow drag under are like have these like slow aspects that you take away the high production and the and the choir and the electric guitar and you still have a great song which is i think amazing i think i love that diversity yeah. that all of benjamin bookers are like uh, booker songs are like that that's a really cool dynamic that you know he's not he's not relying on any one part of his kind of repertoire repertoire he's yeah. like you know using he's he's perfectly combining you know his voice which is unique and it is a, a you know he has a great great singing voice he's combining that with his kind of you know bluesy guitar and also the you know some songs use the electric guitar he's got different drum patterns on some songs or more acoustic on other songs he definitely has like a wide skill set and uh mm-hmm. he's not leaning too heavily on one thing it's like very well-rounded yeah um so yeah I it's, think overall it's, it's a overall it's a solid you know album. It's again very short and uh, only a couple of songs that really jumped out to me as like you know amazing songs. But overall it's a very like consistent album. And like I said, it seems very like I wrote the word. I was gonna say it seems like very safe. I don't I don't know if that's like a good way to describe it. But it's very like he he had like a clear vision yeah. and like executed it like really you know particularly. There's not yeah. any, it doesn't, there wasn't any like, you know, loose ends on it. Not to say there wasn't a, like character on it though. You know, not, not to say that. No, a hundred percent. Like mark. It, every song has a, like they, they coherently intertwine in a way of sonically, this is an album. Like you can tell that right. this, all these songs belong together on this album, but each one has its own message and attitude about it kind of in a way. Yeah, yeah, I can agree with that. It's not like um it's not like they weren't made without care. They were obviously, like well, I said, very And I was trying to think of a song that I don't like on this album or like a, that's like the weakest song and like right. I don't it's think hard. there is one because like every song has an intention. You know, each song is supposed to be slow or supposed to be mm-hmm. less lyrical or sudden or you know, but like every time I listen to this album it's like right when I get bored of a song, the next song is good or like pretty fun to listen to or yeah. slow, but then like powerful is the next song's powerful. So I don't really get sick of any songs because like they're either short or have a good chorus. You know, there's something to each song that will keep me coming back at least. That that's what I like about this album. Yeah, and they are, you know, you said the word powerful. A lot of the songs are very powerful, especially for like a rock album. 
I think he was he was spending a lot of time, you know, actually like saying some real things and and putting making that you know very well thought kind of calls to action and and well thought out lyrics. So I I, w- I kind of regret not like looking into that more. I guess you know I don't have any I don't have any like concrete examples, but I could definitely say that songs like you know motivation, witness, a slow drag under, uh, believe we already mentioned. Like I can definitely remember just off the top of my head that those songs all have like some meaning behind them and that he was, you know, obviously creating them with some specific intentions. So, yeah. Um, I think a, a song right after believe too, uh, over time, over time, it has some, it's, it's a way slower song, uh, compared to like the song after, which is off the ground, which is the song that you were talking about has yeah. split in the middle. But Overtime has some beautiful work with the chorus and the guitar is almost like slightly distorted. And it's just it's just a fun little upbeat song. Like it reminds me of driving, like going camping or something like that. Like a nice like while the sun's setting day when the crickets are out, like but the sun's out. And it's just like very, you know, like you're working overtime. Like it's very like, yeah, like you've had a long day and you need time to just kind of unwind. Yeah, yeah. 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 I think, you know, I, I, it's kind of unfortunate that he hasn't released anything since this, because I think like he has a lot of talent. Uh, I think like he could do better even also not, not to take anything away from this album, but uh, I would, I would definitely be like looking out for his next release. Oh yeah. Me too. Like, I think he's like a really talented guy, but you know, obviously now it's been like six years since his last album. I don't know if he's like, you know, obviously he's taking a little break, but I don't know if he's like really been crafting something or if he's mm-hmm. been MIA or what. But uh, I right. think it's he's definitely an artist that is like very careful. You know, things yeah. are carefully placed. And he's super. He's a he's a private guy, but his Instagram is like his main way of communication on social okay. media, and it's very estranged. Like he, it's very random. But he doesn't care. That's why it's very like. Yeah, he's like doing his own thing. Yeah, he like posted like porn on there and shit, and was like, "Why is this band? This is just this is just people. This is you know whatever." And and he, but he has like a family and stuff. Like he has Seems a like wife, kid. He's a pretty chill. Like any interview, he's pretty chill. But like his social media presence is very like punk. Like it's very like like right. the establishment tells you what to think. You know, very yeah. Like, well, and it's like I forgot what I think it's true. Maybe it's truth is heavy where he was basically saying like, you know, this country doesn't have anything out there for you or like something like that. Yeah. Kind of typical, kind of typical. It's a weird, like it's punk. like, it, yeah, I was going to say it's typical punk stuff, but he has, he has like a, like a Jack Johnson guitar strumming. It's just yeah. very like kind of like oxymoron. Or soulful. Kind of like. It's like soul punk. It's this like, you know, he has this roughness to him and the music production so rough. Yeah. The messages it's, are so, it's really cool. Like very protest anti-establishment, like do something with yourself. Yeah. You know, this, the establishment isn't helping you do it yourself, but it's empowerment. It's not like, like, destruction it's like no 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 it's not like yeah no it's not like death metal or anything like that it's like the typical like we said kind of typical like yeah punk stuff not even like pop punk like uh, like i hate this town like midwest emo it's like like true punk like black flag you know all that yeah yeah right so uh it's very interesting it's actually it's very cool to Mm. see these unique fusions and to see a guy with these unique talents and very you know unique voice pulling this off 
Mm. Uh, I think he he was doing a great job with this, but I will uh, stick to it, saying that I think he like could have better in him potentially. Oh, you know, yeah. I think. Yeah, he um he I I I'm a religiously big uh, Benjamin Booker fan, so I follow him on everything, and uh, he releases music on Instagram, little snippets of stuff he's writing. Okay. So he's writing a few songs right now. He released a full song on Instagram Live, or like the reels or whatever, mm-hmm. and then so it's pretty good, pure Sweet. acoustics. So I mean, sounds like him has some great lyricism. He posts the lyrics on it too, so it's yeah, some great. And that's how you can tell, like you know, he 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 does care about like what he's saying if he's posting yeah. the lyrics. So I think his delay of new music had to do with his family. Like his kid is like sure, yeah. young, so and then COVID, I'm sure, didn't help with that. So, um. Yeah, he's. I think pretty soon here he's gonna be releasing music. I hope Benjamin Booker crossing my fingers. He releases a new album. Yeah, I'm no, I'm glad I found this at the time that I found it because you know I, I I'm very like I said pretty interested by this this guy. He kind of seems like a real character, so I'm actually even more interested now. And uh, I I will be like looking out for his next release. So yeah, and, and as yeah. far as you know this one. Uh, like I said, solid album. A couple songs that I really liked. You know, I, I mentioned them a little bit, but uh, Motivation mm-hmm. was the second track on the album, and that I think is the first one that I really was like, okay, this is really cool, kind of what he's doing. It's not really like anything I've heard before, but Motivation, mm-hmm. I think, is kind of where I realized, like, okay, he has this really unique voice, and he utilizes it really well on that song. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's compl- complemented nicely by by that style of guitar playing that he uses in this song, which is Mm. less uh rock and roll less less punky a little more bluesy a little Mm. more this is kind of the slower part of the album Mm. um and then a a song from kind of more the back half of the album that i like uh a couple would be believe we already talked about Mm. great lyricism very just confident and triumphant song uh and then uh off the ground which is just like a jarring fun listen because he's just like talking over the acoustic guitar very kind of somber little more folksy and then it, it turns and it goes <laughs> to like a full punk just kind of honestly starts screaming at you it's very like like i said very jarring but uh a cool change of pace i think that was needed for you know i think if it didn't have some stuff like that on it it would lose kind of it would lose its luster a little bit but the fact that it, it has the the blues it has the rock it has the punk and it has like the kind of soulful singing really yeah. it's kind of pulling from from everywhere and and not not overwhelming you in any of them, but also not forgetting what it is and getting just to be a blend of like just nothing. It's very, very well crafted and composed and well thought out, I think. So, yeah. Yeah, no, it's I love the lyricism of uh, off the ground. I, I because it's this kind of like the lyricism is I mean, I wish, you know, we might have to talk about this like next week or something because you like right because i yeah some of this lyricism is pretty like you might like it because it's yeah I'm, kind I, of this, I, this I idea of this like whether him and his girlfriend or something isn't working out um and it's like you know he's like he's like because he's not good doing good and then he's like get out now he's like you got to get out but then it's like, then it's still like, then at the end, it's after that kickoff point, like at the beginning, he's like, he's like, I'm looking at her and she's beautiful, but she needs mm-hmm. to get out. Like, I'm not okay. You know, like, yeah. 
but then it's almost this switch that kickoff is like, you know, we're we're doing we're gonna do this. We're gonna stick with this. Now I'm making sure of this. Hallelujah, we're off the ground. Without you, trust that I'll be still. Don't worry. Just remember, I was almost gone. So that's the ending lyrics, which yeah. is pretty. You know, in that chaos, it's this like that second half is like a. It's a beautiful thing. It's like he's that first part. He's like almost like man, you're too good for me. Like fucking leave. You're cur- like I'm crazy. But then he's like, okay, I'm trusting you. We're we're doing this. You know, we're yeah. we're gonna trust each other, which is beautiful. I like that. Yeah, definitely. So um, yeah, I'm glad you pointed that out. Uh, I guess, I guess if, um, I really want to break down the song Believe a little bit more because it is, yeah, no, I, yeah, popular a lot song. In there. Um, it's just, it's just a great, like, even the chorus is like, I just want to believe in something, I don't care if it's right or wrong, I just can't, I just want to believe in something, I cannot make it on my own. So it's almost this idea of like, like at least I related to it as a youth and I related to it now as an older youth. I, I guess like that it's kind of like this, this belief song kind of has ideas of like that, like the sky, the world isn't so green, you know, the grass isn't so green, the sky is as blue as it was when you were a kid because you don't know what to believe in. You don't know who to follow. You don't know who to trust. You don't know whether that be a direct commentary on us politics or so be it like, you know, younger people are growing up and not knowing who they are. And that, that could be just a tale of adolescence, finding your people, finding your career, doing whatever, doing what you love or this broader uh, commentary on kind of starting a revolution, that more kind of punk aspect, which is pretty beautiful because it is a beautiful song and there's all this layered and texture stuff that you could break down every line and believe. And it's something which I think it's really beautiful because his voice is so unique that you may not think that there's lyricism in this, that it means something, but it's, it's really good stuff. So I recommend paying attention to lyrics. Everybody that wants to listen to believe is a great song Uh, and right on you because it's a fun little kick in the ass too. That's a little good starter. Yeah. Um, Those first tracks of right on your motivation is like a fun start to the album like they yeah. they want one's a little faster and one's a little slower but it's the two different sides of the coin for this album yeah it shows off really well and they're both fun songs so yeah uh, it i can just hear all i love this album so much that i can hear the songs in my head playing and i'm like i don't even yeah. need to click them i'm like i'm like oh this yeah song. i gotta i gotta i gotta listen to it to it more you know because yeah it's it, i mean obviously i i uh this is always going to be how it is, but obviously we have this dynamic where I pick something and then you pick something. And like the thing that I pick, I always know pretty well, you yeah. know? And then like the thing that you pick, I'm always like, Oh wow. I like, I want to listen to this more so that no. I know it as good as you. I, yeah. I always go back. I don't know if you do this, but I always yeah. go back and listen to at least a couple of the songs that I didn't like. Oh, definitely. Yeah. And I'm like, Oh, maybe I'll give this a second chance or maybe I'll give this. And it always works out to be like, Oh yeah, I hear it now. You know, like I yeah. hear so I think having a conversation with you keeps my mind broad and not so judgmental. Yeah, totally. As well, because everyone's gonna like find different stuff in it, of course. So you know, like depending on the album, you know, like I'll I'll listen to it again, like after, like so, you know, I said this for Trick. You know, if you remember, I think that was two weeks ago. Yeah. I was like, I was like, yeah, like I wasn't impressed when I first listened to it, 
but like hearing you talk about it makes me like kind of understand a little more what it's supposed to be mm. and i like listened to the whole thing again like like later that week and i i really some of the songs you where looked i at said it differently yeah i looked at it differently some of the songs where i said you know i don't quite know how this song like fits in you know i kind of mm. i kind of get it a little more and i think i think this this could be a record like that for me because it is very like interesting but uh, beyond that, I didn't. I didn't like go too in depth, like thinking about yeah. the more lyrical side of it. So I definitely want to give that a bigger chance for sure. I think an album, and I think we've talked about this on the pod before, that mm-hmm. like a great album isn't just an album that you listen to first time and every song is memorable and all this kind of stuff. Yeah, it's it'll stick with you by every song becoming your favorite eventually. Right, slowly. That's what has yeah, happened with me with that album. It's happened with several of the Black Keys albums. That's just like you want more, you want more. And then those other songs that you didn't give a chance or didn't like at first are beautiful or like sound different. Yeah. Or you need that different sound or it's pretty cool. And that's and, and that's kind of how that's kind of how I've I've like I've picked albums for this podcast at times because, you know, there's only you only have so many all time favorites. Right. So sometimes yeah. I'll pick an album that's just kind of hot for me right now. And I was like, okay, I'm going to take some time to like really dive into this deeper. And like, it'll end up being like, you know, I think Heaven or Las Vegas is a decent example to where it's one that, okay, I, I liked it. Like I, I understood it per se, but now going back and listening to it for the podcast, I've like, you know, really like found the, the more like found, like l- looked into the layers of it, kind of analyzed it more. And it's like, has a little, a little different meaning for me now, which is super cool. So yeah. For sure, dude. That's awesome. Yeah, basically, in short, I mean, I, we've, I'd say we've both found some pretty good music from the podcast. One thing I listen to all the time is the Wilco album, for which yeah. was months ago at this point, but that's probably one of my favorites that's come out I, of the pod. I, I bounce around. I think mine is probably the Mitski album. Yeah, that 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 was, that was oh, wow. that's funny because that one was a total shot in the dark, but. Yeah, I, I yeah. listen to that, and it's not even like going out of my way to listen to it. It's just, right. it's just, it just always on, on my playlist. Yeah. It's all yeah. I just, I, I literally, I was, I was sitting in an airport waiting for my plane, and I listened to that Mitski album. And like, mm-hmm. this is freaking incredible. Like, I, I'm like, what, what is this? And I'm like, Riley has to hear this. And yeah. what do you know? Yeah, like you end up liking it. Yeah. It's awesome. But yeah. Um, and then like the Big Thief album, uh, Capacity. I love that now. And yeah, like that's just like a great album. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Oh, um, uh, Remo Drive greatest hits. Yeah, that album, that album, that album is that album great. Is I'm, I'm very thankful that I found that, and I'm. It's a shame that you know I haven't listened to them. It's a shame that you say like their their new music is like trash. I haven't listened to it, mm-hmm. but like it's a shame because like that. Oh, care for album, me, care oh, for yeah. me, dude. That album is like incredible. I play it so much. Like I I never didn't know it. You know, yeah. I was like, it's like I've known it forever. I play that like all the time. Yeah. I love. Prom King, like that shit. Is yeah, that so song's good. amazing. We should have. We should. This is just live idea that came in my brain. Is like we should. We should redux some episodes and like if we have some albums that we really love, we can go back and even talk about them. More oh yeah, we have, well, you want to do it for like a, you want to do it for like an anniversary episode? We could. Do yeah, that'd be cool. That'd be cool. Like yeah, episode, I don't know, twenty five or something like that. Yeah, yeah, that that would be cool to kind of like look back on our yeah. favorite episodes, maybe because mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, we we can we can talk about that for sure, but yeah, I, that that would be fun. But Holy yeah, another, another thing that you like kind of put me on. Also, I, I kind of found myself. You kind of put me on is the Strokes. Like, I I, I think I've talked I talked about them now for like I don't know how many weeks running, like how many mm. weeks straight that I've mentioned that I'm listening to the Strokes. But yeah, mm. like 
their first two albums is this it and room on fire are both insane mm-hmm. and they like make me feel some type of way it's like They're scratches awesome. dude they like it like it's so unique like it, it well i mean it's not really unique anymore. Like they're so influential, but like <laughs> just for like at the time, like the itch that they scratch, man, is like so niche. Like it's something that I yeah. didn't even know that I like uh, have. Another album for me too was Ten. Hitler was her Miss Ten. Oh yeah, we we technically did review yeah. that for we uh, did new and, music and one of the week. new music. Yeah, that shit I listen to all the time. Yeah, I, I mean I listen to any West Side Gun all the time. I've been listening to you know a lot of like Griselda this this week specifically. I listened to um. Uh, have you heard uh wwcd it's their uh it's west side gun benny and conway like uh it's like it's a, it's a Griselda I, dude, album i was listening to oh fuck what it was so, one of the obscure uh west side gun and conway songs oh was and it uh not the cow was it that that one's not I really obscure that, or, oh fly like, god told me to murder that or something yeah what song that's uh that's uh Rome Streets, West Side Gun, and uh, yes. So I had that song on. Yeah, it's a Rome. It's a Rome Streets. Okay, song. so that's probably why it was. Yeah, it was probably from that era. I was listening to a playlist from the Rome Streets album, um, and I was listening to it. And Kanye was rap. Uh, Conway, Jesus, Kanye, Conway was rapping, and I started. Abby wasn't really feeling it because it was. She was like, "Can I play music?" And I'm like, "No, this is a good song. Like Rome Streets, West Side Gun, yeah. Conway." And I was starting to talk to her about Conway, and I'm like, Mike, he has Bell's palsy. Like, he can't feel happy he in does. space because he got shot. But he's in. And then I'm like, I'm like, I love how me and Rosario get into Coke rappers and we're like, rap, knowing all their beef and shit. And then it's like, yeah. we're furthest away from being Coke dealers. Yeah. Like, we're well, I think there's nerds. almost, you know, and this is true for this is going to go off on a small tangent, but it's true for like a lot of, for like most like modern media, like the most popular stuff, like on TV and movies is like crime (laughs) stuff because it's like, it's like so far removed from your average normal person's life that it brings like an excitement that like you don't get from just like living life. And the the sad fact is that people shouldn't have to live like that and that people do live like that. A lot of people live like that. It shouldn't be like idolized, obviously, you know, especially in music. But, well, and it's easy for people that don't live in that to be like, oh, whoa, like to yeah, fantasize right. like, about that, you know? Right. Like for like us, us, you know, yeah. I mean, obviously we're, we're guilty of it. Not that I would say I like, well, I was going to say, Look. not that I would say like I idolize West Side Gun or anything, but yeah, you do, uh, dude. <laughs> a little bit, a healthy amount. Um, I, I would say that I learned from it to stay away from fuckers that sell coke because they got yeah. some other shit going. Don't want to get wrapped up in that. I I I think that's what I learned from it. I'm not being ignorant. Yeah. I just like learn from what they're saying. Like stay away from dudes that sell coke because yeah, they're always doing I, some other I, shit I on the side. But yeah. anyways, yeah, I mean, obviously, I'm I'm always bumping Griselda, so that's been in my rotation. I I've been listening to uh, mm-hmm. you know, so before I like before I. Not before I found West Side Gun, but before I like had my eyes opened, I guess. Yeah. My my favorite was was Benny, and yeah. uh, I haven't listened to his stuff a lot recently. But I listened to Tana Talk Three the other day, yeah. and uh, that album's just awesome. Like he raps with such a unique style. Like he's like you know, like there's a Conway lyric where it's like you know, uh, uh, he says uh, West Side Gun is the brains, but but uh, Benny is the star, and I I, yeah. I like that lyric because. Uh, he is like he he raps like he he almost reminds me of like Drake in a way. He's like so 
it's like so yeah. like like oh, uh, so braggy and so just like over the top and cool, but like also nonchalant and all that stuff. But the stuff he's bragging about is not like the stuff that Drake's bragging about. Right. Like Drake's bragging about like houses and like boats and stuff. And that's like know, what you know what you know what about. song I went back and listened to was the Pusha T diss uh, diss track. Um, oh, the the story of Adidon. Yeah, that shit was so fucking hard. That like how bad he got Drake and no one fucking knew, and then he just dropped that shit randomly. It was yeah. like all because Drake um dropped like sneak diss uh Pusha T's fiance. It was yeah. like you know yeah right was like hey and then yeah. hot or whatever, and he's like. He's like, I got, I know your baby mama. I know your kid's name. Dude, he went crazy. I know, I knew your girl's a porn star. I knew all this kind of shit. And he was like, dude, Pusha T is unmatched sometimes, man. Yeah, no, Pusha T is insane. And also, I mean, let's not, I know you're not like a, a huge Drake fan, but uh, it's also hard to talk about the beef without bringing up the uh, Duppy Freestyle, which yeah. uh, was Drake's diss on Pusha T. Like that, that song's awesome too. Like yeah, Drake it, went after Pusha a lot, too. It's, like, the purest rap song that Drake has put out in the past, like, eight years. Yeah, honestly, it's 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 awesome to hear Drake rap like that. Cause Actually, like, bars, like, I'm, like, that Yeah, no, because, well, that's the thing is, like, Drake can rap. I, I say this to everybody who, like, hates on Drake. Like, he, he can rap. He just doesn't really do it anymore that much, so. He doesn't need to. He doesn't Well, yeah, he, he can be a, he can, like, totally be a pop star, but, yeah. He doesn't need to. He's, like he's filthy rich he doesn't need to do shit for right. people that aren't well, fans of him well he's ascended to a, like a different height at this point you know oh yeah I mean? I mean look at our few of our friends out there i'm not naming names but they like literally would suck drake's dick no definitely could. i know you know who you are yeah dude and i, I yeah, i'm not know. paying 800 dollars to see fucking drake fuck that yeah dude one I'm of not yeah doing that. someone someone texted me like uh they got tickets and they're like, they're like, oh my god, I'm going to see Drake. Like, oh, how much were the tickets? And they're like, they're like, only like two hundred dollars. And I'm like, only two hundred dollars. And then I'm like, where are yeah, they? You're like, nosebleeds. And it's the nosebleeds. I'm like, you're not, you're not gonna see Drake. You're gonna hear Drake, maybe, but you're not gonna see him. I'm like, I could listen to that sh- same shit, and it's rap, so it's kind of like, unless you got a guy that's like really bar oriented. Like, I yeah. think seeing a GID live was awesome because he he didn't have a backtrack. He rapped every fucking word, and that was the best feeling when you know a guy's rapping every word. But Drake's a singer; he's yeah. more R and B. Yeah, I can't imagine. I can't imagine that Drake getting raps every word, but no. Yeah, but his thing is more of a spectacle now. His concerts are like you know he brings people on stage. He does all that right. shit. Like he's like a he's like a pop star, which is cool yeah. for him. And I'm I'm you good know whatever. Good, yeah, for good, good for Drake. I mean, like I'm I'm yeah. Like his last couple albums have been a little lackluster for me, but. I'll never, I'll never be ashamed 21. to be a, a Drake fan. I, I still like 21. Drake. So. I would never, I would never pay that money to see him in concert. But uh, I do think he has a lot of great songs. But what, what's anyways. his line that everybody's like? He's like, he's like, he, he said, he's like, yeah, you're, he's like, yeah, your tits are huge, but you're smart or something like that. He said <laughs> he that. Like, yeah, you're smart, but your tits are fucking huge or something like that. And I was like, ah, uh, Drake. Nice. Hey, it's Drake. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh. Uh. Sorry, I'm losing my train of thought. Uh, Paris, Texas drops a single. You you, you listen to uh, Paris, Texas? No. Never. Mm-mm. Damn, I might have to give you one of their albums then. And the the only problem is they have like no music out. They have mm-hmm. one like EP. It's like 20 minutes long, but I honestly think like it'd be 
Hmm. That, that's tough because like I don't know how much content we could get out of that, but like I feel like you need to hear it. For real? Yeah, for real. I'm 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 I, I don't know if you're ready to to assign things for next week so I can save it in the barrel, but I think uh mm. I don't know. I mean do you think I mean we've done a we've done a 20 yeah, minute let's do um you ever heard of Coast Contra? Yeah, I haven't like Okay, so I've been I want to get into them a little bit, so I I'm gonna give you their their new album or it's from last year. Uh, All right, sir. Their first album, I think it's called Apartment Five Hundred Five. Yeah, yeah. I've seen this. I've seen this around. I've uh, I've heard the song with uh, BJ the Chicago Kid. Yeah, I've heard the song Pimpin' Benjamins is so good, and I think their lyricism, like topical, is so cool because it's like it goes back to like late eighties. Like mid '80s, first wave, second wave. Okay, rap. sweet. Yeah, I'm glad you. I'm I'm glad you gave me that because I I actually I literally I have a list of you can't see it, but they're they're <laughs> on my own personal list. So that's kind of yeah. Like they the they were kind, stone thing. I think the one guy was on um, he was on a bunch of like sway. I think he was on sway in the morning. Yeah. So they it's, were getting um, a little pop from the radio and stuff. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. That's cool. Um. Okay. I was I was just gonna say like uh. We we did a um, we did a twenty minute album before and it was a major success with um, Ferris Wheel on Fire. So I'll mm-hmm. I'll just go for it and I'll just go ahead and give you the twenty minute album. It's called Boy Anonymous by Paris Texas, and uh, I think I think you're really gonna like it. So yeah, it's a it's a it's a rap duo. It's like they're they're like an alt rap. Oh, duo. dude, we're going to double rap this week. Hell yeah! I'm, yeah, sure. Like, why not? I mean, week so I feel long. like like a Coast Contra is definitely going to be like a little more like typical rap. Like yeah. it's pretty pretty mainstream. This is a little more like metal infused. It's you know it's actually very similar to like Kenny Mason. So they I, I think actually you, you might like it. Coast Contra and Paris Texas have the like ten thousand monthly streamers off of each other. Really? What's the yeah. number at? Uh, Paris, Texas is at like four hundred fifteen thousand monthly okay. listeners, and Coast Contra is like four thirty or something like that. Okay, sweet. Yeah, so that's so like right I mean on, similar right popularity. Online. So yeah, definitely. But two, like you'll you'll probably notice like definitely mm-hmm. very different styles of rap. Mm-hmm. And I mean, we can totally get into kind of the disparity and like how many styles of rap there are out there. Yeah, it, yeah it's really yeah. one of the most diverse genres that I have gotten into yeah you 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 really get into the metal rap which is pretty cool because i i like more boom bappy shit right which is probably more closer to what coast contra is gonna be oh yeah but But it's like new age like jid lyricism mixed with uh no boom bap beats no paris texas is like high energy like exciting funny even like Mm. just loud in your face like they're really cool and uh yeah and i'm like desperately waiting like you'll notice that album came out like two years ago i'm like desperately waiting on new music from them and they they dropped a single i was super hyped about it but i couldn't remember if you listened to them or not so they just dropped their new single panic a couple weeks ago so i've been bumping that i'm I'm just yeah and i'm just really looking forward to their new stuff they dropped the uh they did drop an ep not too long ago i think that would Mm -hmm. was uh actually it's still probably a, a while ago probably over a year but uh I didn't really like it as much as that Boy Anonymous, and I haven't heard this Boy Anonymous album in a long time now, so I am actually going to be excited to get back into that. I, uh, I'll have to see what I think of it. Yeah, for sure, yeah. So, like, you know, even if it's a shorter episode, like, that's cool. I think it's yeah. worth worth hearing, so. For sure, dude. Yeah. Awesome. Cool, cool. What else have you been listening to? 
if you have uh, anything to share. I, I guess like same old, but I got I got into uh, Dean of Cosmo Pike. Not at all. I don't okay, think. he's kind of like an R and B kind of uh, okay. uh kind of like cool. Sabo a little bit, but not the like the kind of the happy side of Sabo. So mm-hmm. and he kind of I saw him on TikTok. Someone was like, "Oh, he dropped this song and like disappeared." I never heard of him before, so I got into him a little bit. It's pretty good. Uh, That's cool. Yeah, then, I'm looking at his page right now. Yeah. yeah, I think the song "Chronic Sunshine" is his biggest one. Uh, yeah, I like, see that. It blew up pretty big, so. That's that was cool. good. Uh, and I think he just dropped a single, so people are kind of talking about him right now. That's cool, yeah. Um, and then what else? Am I also some Brent Fias. Uh, just love me some Brent Fias. Yeah, you're typical. Yeah, I, I just man, I he just I can't stop listening to him. He's just a he's a he's a utility oh, for sure. a utility artist for me. It's when I'm when I'm up, when I'm down, when I'm chilling. For sure. Um I kind of went back to turn uh to um uh turnstile a little bit. Turnstile, yeah. Uh just like their second album. That's sweet. Listen to a lot. Uh, Go back to the first ever episode of this. Yeah, yeah, dude. Um, Feels like decades ago at this point. But... The album "Time and Space" uh, is really good. I've just kind of been jamming that okay. out. It has a lot of short songs, but it's overall really good. I went back and listened to "Love for Rent." Um, yeah, I kind of mean that. Yeah, I should, I'm gonna do that this week. Hopefully, yeah, maybe. Uh, the song. No L's is fucking amazing and defibrillator. Uh, I was just like, gonna say uh defibrillator uh and curtains. I love curtains. Yeah. Uh he played curtains live and I actually that was probably the only song in his set that I was like yeah. pretty excited for is I I yeah. really like that one. But yeah. Um and then I kind of got back into a uh, little some rap songs a little bit. Uh, oh I love that. You know, it's Earl. it's funny you say that. I listened to Doris, not too long ago. This That's week, good. for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Earl is just um, like special, man. And some Steve Lacey, just kind of the usual for me a little bit, but not really. Yeah. Like I kind of jumping around a little bit. Um, you know, I, I haven't had a set thing that I'm listening to though. Kind of just bounce around with old stuff, new stuff. Yeah. I listen to, you know, whatever we're listening to, and then I go back to other stuff. I'll listen yeah. to stuff I recommended, like. I'm listening to everything right now. It feels like so. That's awesome. Yeah, I, I've, uh, I like that feeling. I, I can't really relate lately because I feel like I've just like been busy. Like one thing for me, like when I'm working, you know, like when I'm mm. coding or whatever homework, like uh, I like listening to stuff that like I'm familiar with because it's almost I kind agree. of like background noise. So that's why I've actually been like heavy on like the Griselda because mm. uh, it actually makes like decent background noise because like. I guess just because it's like so, I don't. It sounds weird. Like I don't yeah. think comforting is the word, but I'm so used to listening to that type of music that it like really just resonates mm-hmm. with me. So yeah, that and like another thing I'll listen to when I'm working is like like my old old playlists of like pop punk and stuff. Yeah. So yeah, I'll, I'll I think do that. the I think the Griselda stuff too is like it's good to work too because you get into a rhythm because as good yeah, beat, you just like bob your head and type and yeah. then right. I, I like having stuff like that. Yeah. And I get, I get that same feeling from like, you know, like some of like the old fallout boy albums. Mm-hmm. So 100%. yeah, I was oh, I, uh, also, this is not really a, a new thing, but I listened to helplessness blues the other day when it was like mm-hmm. nice outside. Yeah. And, uh, God, that album's just amazing. I, I love so Fleet good. Foxes so much. Fleet Foxes is another kind of artist, another band that, 
is is pretty pretty unique and just really scratches a niche a niche itch that mm-hmm. I don't think anyone else can can really scratch. Matsuzuma, Budenjira, yeah, all those songs are amazing. Lorelai. You know, a new one that I I, I don't want to say discovered because I've loved this entire album ever since I first mm-hmm. heard it in the summer. But a new one that I like appreciated more mm-hmm. is uh, the title track, Helplessness Blues. Yeah. Uh, I I don't know. I never really gave that song much um thought that'll that'll really be like uh that'll be bumping on summertime for me yeah I'm, I'm yeah i'm excited so yeah can't wait for summer man it's we're gonna have some here, fun dude. in the summer yeah almost here but yeah that's that's about it for me dog so all right yeah i'm set too yeah cool well i guess if you made it to this point uh you know thanks for listening mm. um we appreciate you. Uh, glad to have you, and hope hope to have you back next week when we talk about uh, "Boy Anonymous" by Paris, Texas, and uh, "Apartment 505" by Coast Contra. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm mm. excited for that episode. So yeah, yeah, um, it, yeah. It'll be a little different for us. Uh, we usually, you know, we got we try to do a little mix up sometimes, but yeah, right. We, no next week's gonna be a little rap oriented, which is sweet, dude. I we haven't yeah. really done that probably for a while probably yeah i mean i love i love talking rap music like i'll never you know i'll never grow out of that so yeah me neither i love it i love it yeah a lot sweet so So, i guess if you have any um, last words before we wrap it up here i guess for everybody you know stay safe out there it's getting a little warmer people are being jackasses and driving Mm, unsafe and being really aggressive for no reason because it's warm and that is that is actually a proven fact yeah, crime goes up when it gets warmer. Yeah, and so does, and so does car accidents. Yep. So yeah, um, because simply more people are out of their houses and and it's nicer. So uh, I almost got ran off the highway today because some dude wouldn't let me on the highway, and uh, you know he flipped me off and was like motherfucker, and I'm like the guy ahead of me. You know, I was like so I couldn't drop back. I was I was blocked Stuck. in. So yeah, it's kind of one of those things of like I was like I was pissed at first, but then I was like you know what I'm good. I'm on I'm on the road. I'm safe. I'm heading home. There you go. And uh yeah, I would just say if you feel like shit's stressful right now, just hang in there. Like it's not that serious. No matter what you're doing, what's what's bad, even the worst shit, like it's not that serious. You know, you have other things in life that will balance that out in time. I think so. You know, whether that be a spring thing, end of the school year thing, personal life thing. Just hang in there, man. Like, yeah, all I could say it's it'll be okay. Just look at the sun. Don't look at the sun, but don't you know, stare at, at it. But look Just in, bask in look it. outside. Yeah, ba- sit, stand out and spread your arms and yeah. like photosynthesize. I agree. So, I agree. Um, but yeah, we've been uh we've been classic mix up. Thanks guys for listening. Um, you could follow us on Twitter at classic mix up yeah. pod. Um. We post kind of updates when things are out, little trivial things sometimes. Uh, it's just a way to figure out what's going on with us if we're still alive. Uh, but we'll still be here for you. So I hope you guys keep tuning in. Yes, sir. Thanks so much. We'll see you guys later. Yep. Well said, as always. We'll see you guys next week.